Hey everyone, it's Bria and Damage, and this is Pray, Pray First Ministries. So we meet every Saturday from ten o'clock to twelve thirty ish to discuss different topics and to do a Bible study. During this Bible study for this week, we discuss discipleship. Yes, discipleship. And discipleship, you know, means to be a follower or a student of Christ. And this week, we're going to dive in through scripture on what that actually means for the body of Christ. Yes, we're excited um, to bring this podcast episode to you. And please feel free to join us Saturdays in our Bible study. Thank you, guys. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. Like, share, and hope to see you next Saturday. Bye-bye. Okay, now we're going to start um, the study. Okay, what is a disciple? All right, without reading the, um, the, the uh, I was going to say board, but PowerPoint, what, without reading the PowerPoint, what do you guys believe is a disciple? And do you believe that you are a disciple? Yeah. Just one person could come off the mic and answer if they want. You don't have to. I believe a disciple is a um a follower of Jesus and also a learner. Mm-hmm. Um, do I believe? You read this from? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. No, I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I'm, I'm literally brushing, like, was washing my face. I did it. Um, uh, I do believe I'm a disciple, but I believe that I can get better, much better. Absolutely. Yeah. We all same um, discipleship is such a large thing where um none of us could ever get you know content in just the way we disciple because as we learn the word we're going to learn more things uh, more things to share and also you know getting better at learning mm-hmm. that is also a big thing um, and a very important thing because the more we learn the better we could teach mm-hmm. um so, so we're going to go into what is a disciple? Um, the word for disciple in Greek is math, the teeth. And although we translate it to the disciple, it means a learner, student, or follower. Okay, Adesha. It's the learner part. Uh, um, so the first group read it. Uh, so Matthew, we're going to read from Matt. We're going to read Matthew 4. Uh, the 19th verse. Ben, say something before yeah. we read. Um, me learning that a disciple is also a learner um, and a student is crazy because oftentimes when we hear disciple, I think of the follower of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Me but, too. But really a disciple, the first word is a learner. Mm. A person who learns, a student, and then a follower. Like all of that but those two things are like super important important um i didn't know this because i've always been taught that it was just a follower of christ Um, the reason why this is so important to me is because one jesus is the ultimate rabbi ultimate rabbi mean teacher so like you have to be a student of him to follow him right which means you got to study him all students study right one and two that means you can't even be stubborn and be a disciple. Uh-huh. 
get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if you're stubborn, then you're not willing to learn things. Yeah. And both totally. of those things can't go together. So oftentimes it's easy for people to be like, I'm saved. I'm a follow, I'm a follower of Christ. But if you're still doing the old things you used to do, then you're not a student. Yeah. Because students are constantly learning yeah. and unlearning. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like <laughs> me learning that, I just learned that. So I'm gonna be honest with you. Me learning really what a disciple means is also a learner and a student. Students want straight A's. Students study hard and mm-hmm. students um look to their teacher for the answer. Yeah. Like it's just so much in being a student, like just hearing that one part, being a learner and a student, it's more than just following somebody. Yeah. It's also like really trying to master that crap. Like think about when you in school, mentorship, mentorship all those things. Like you want to master that specific thing that that person is teaching you you want to get a good grade that's what discipleship is about not getting the grade but trying your best to 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 learn and to 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 study and to um you know just just not just follow I I just thought that that point was just so it stuck out to me like you can't even be stubborn and be a disciple you can't say I've always done it that way and be a disciple because a disciple is a student so if somebody mm-hmm. comes to them and say, hey, did you know the word of God actually says this? Right? Mm-hmm. And you've been doing Coachable, it all. Yes. yes, yes. Coachable, learnable yeah. is a disciple. Um, so if you've been doing it all your life a certain way and somebody says, you know, the Bible actually says this and you can't receive that, then you have to question where you are as a disciple. Yeah. Yes, it's true. It's crazy. Like just learning that as a student, it just it just blew my mind. And it's so, you know, interesting as we come on here and we just speak about our journey and learning in learning things, you know. People have been vocal about, you know, what they have learned recently about the Sabbath and just even these things, like putting aside the things um as a child or putting aside the things that we learned before or grew up knowing and saying like no like this is his, his word like being confronted with what the actual word says and mm-hmm. then saying you know what like lord like i want to learn more about this mm-hmm. you know um and and that's uh, you know being a student and like the word says we perish uh the lack of knowledge right mm-hmm. and a lot of times you know just like uh a student when you're learning, when you're learning, you have to be consistent with it. You know, a lot of times, even with me, I feel like in the past, like I would read, I would be inconsistent with my reading and think that, you know, what I read last week, or if I read a lot last week, that's going to take me, that's going to carry me like, Mm -hmm. you know, and just knowing that, like, I can't, I can't do that. I have to be consistent. Like I can't, um, like I can't allow time and separation. I can't be separated from His Word, you know. And um, I just this, thought that was important. That was so so true, Dimash. Because really, think about when you're in school, right? That's, um, yeah. If if you have a lesson this week and you're doing good, but then you're like, I could slack off for two weeks and don't go. When you come back, everybody else is ahead of you. Yes. with discipleship also because i me personally i can speak like it's a lot of people who um you know i used to look up to spiritually and all of us are going to be like this or are like this already you had someone who may have been way deeper in christ than you or maybe somebody was behind than me somebody was behind 
years ago and I thought I was like so far in Christ and then I took my time to slack off time um from my discipleship I come back they already know this they already preaching the gospel they doing this that and that and then you looking like wow this is what happens when you really slack off on discipleship you stop learning and you think that you know you be in the top of your class it's like the um the rabbit and the tortoise um kind of scenario you think you being able to run your race fast and learn or whatever and then now you like at a complacent place but with discipleship you realize that you're a forever student you're a forever learner you're yeah. a forever follower yeah. and the moment we forget that we're still in school for the rest of our life yeah. is the moment we slack off in our discipleship. With no your, graduation. If, the only, the only graduation, graduation is when he comes. When he comes. Yeah. Or when you when you done your race. Yeah. That's your graduation. Yeah. Besides that, you are literally going from school to school to school, lesson to lesson, lesson, test to test to test, constantly in discipleship. And you got to think of, there's so much to learn. Yes. And and, and uh, we can't learn them, but man, you know, and I was sharing with someone the other day, like I read Revelations before, right? And read about the letters that, that Christ wrote to each church, right? But then I've never, I've heard names and just, you know, just say, okay, that's a place. But really now as I'm reading again, saying like, where are these places? Like, where were these places? Mm -hmm. And to know that like um, Asia Minor, which is the seven churches was in Asia Minor, to learn that that's where Turkey is right now. That's Turkey, mm -hmm. the, the country Turkey. And just seeing maps of where, like just really wanted to learn like that and, and really to see, to have an idea and, um like to learn more about each church before I read what Jesus is going to say to them, mm -hmm. you know, like really, really, really learning and being a student. And it's something that you said, Oh, Odeja, her question. You know, her question in there? Odeja okay. Said, her question was in the chat. Would y'all say, say discipleship, discipleship is a practice? And I would say yes, because all three definitions is in action, you mm -hmm. know, whether to learn, like, like, like you have to do that. Um, student, like also we said, even to be consistent into that and follower, um, like, yeah, we, we all receive the word. We all accept the call in our life. And, um, but to follow, like we, we have to walk, like, like we have to walk just as the Bible says to pick up our cross and follow him. Like we have to do it. And it's an everyday thing because, you know, you could be good this week and then next week saying like, you, you know, you can be hesitant in, in your path, hesitant in the learning. And um, that's going to affect us. That's going to, we're going to lack in some way where we're not studying, where we're not um, allowing the Holy Spirit to teach us. We're not allowing Christ to teach us. We're going to lack. Mm -hmm. um, you you want to talk about anything else? No, sir. Okay, so Matthew 4, <laughs> 19 says, then... Jesus, Jesus um, is, is about to say this. Then he said to them, the disciples, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And um, if someone will ask you, what is fish, what um, is fish of men? What would you guys say? Give a guess, any kind of guess. I'm sure you guys are not Are you saying fishes of men? Yeah. yeah. Someone that's able to bring a pool of people, mm -hmm. like yeah. you know, 
gathering them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. So, so in a way, even just picture someone on a street corner, right? And, you know, and like anybody, and you're just on the corner, a lot of people is going by, going by, and you're there, and you're just preaching the word, like you're just talking about Jesus, like, it don't need to be, like, if you've ever witnessed someone do that, like the yelling and all that stuff, it could just be like, you know, how are you doing today? So on and so on. It could just be calm talking, right? Yeah. And you're just speaking, you're not just speaking to one person, but you're speaking in general. So as people going by, they're listening. Like what you're doing is you're, you're casting a net. Mm -hmm. You're casting a net, his net. Um, and, you know, there are going to be people, whether if it's a thousand people that walk past all day and two people just just stood there and just listening like those two people um mm -hmm. got got caught up in the net which is which is um the gospel like you know the scripture says like it whoever want to hear uh let them hear mm -hmm. um and just to continue going on following jesus right first a disciple is someone who follows jesus being changed by jesus second as we follow jesus we are changed. We change. Yes. yes. And I just want to share the scripture, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 and 20. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. All mm -hmm. things have passed away. And we have to believe that. Like the person that we were before, we have to believe that that person is no more. Whether mm -hmm. you struggle, um, the things that you're struggling mm -hmm. now, the same things that the person in the past struggled with, um, it, even if that's still the same, we have to know, like, we have to receive in ourselves, like, like, no, like the person before was this thing, but now, like now I'm a new thing and now I have to let go of that old thing. So it's a different perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, it may seem the same way, but it's different. Like I'm not, I'm not bound to this thing anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm some, I'm someone I'm before I was chained to this thing and now I'm unchained from this thing, but this thing is still following me. Yes. Um, and, and that is two different perspectives. Mm -hmm. Behold, all things have become new, all things. So each one of us that's on here, once we accept the call on our life, we have become a new, a new creation. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ. So, in, and that's one of my favorite scriptures um, because as we say, like each person, we are ourselves a representation of Christ. So like wherever, like, you know, Bria speaks about it all the time. Like we have, um, what's the word? We have secular jobs. Mm -hmm. So um, in, in, in a school, in a hospital, in, a, in, in all um, professions, like we are ambassador of, for him. Mm -hmm. Like we are his representation there, you know? Um, whether if it's in a place where there's no, um, the spirit of God is no is nowhere in there. Like we walk in there with Him, mm -hmm. you know. And I just think that's a powerful thing. Like just just know that about us. Like a lot of times we question ourselves and the power within, but just for us to realize that, like we are walking um, with the living God. You know, you know, it's so crazy. Like, I just want to say say this. Like you know, as you read the Bible and you see the glory of God, like even Moses on the mount and um, the, 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 uh, the, the bush, the burning bush, right? Mm -hmm. And how he couldn't just look in there. And even Saul, um, when he was, when he saw Jesus and when he didn't see Jesus, but him just blinded. And, and just even now, like before the disciples, the, 
the disciples right here, like in Matthew 4, they're speaking to a Jesus that's embodied, right? But as he died, like he's in his glorified body now. And a lot of times that like, we must know that 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 glorified person, that's the person that's in us now. Mm -hmm. like, yes. the, the, even in Josh, even in Joshua, like, you know, we speak about it before, um, but we, we could put it, but as Joshua was walking and he saw, you know, the Lord coming and he just, he just fell down, like mm -hmm. fell to his feet. Like, just just know that that, that person, like that's who that's inside of us. Mm -hmm. And just to stand on that, that, that strength mm -hmm. and that realization. Can I say something yeah. for, especially for individuals who are new disciples or have been disciples for a while, but like, you know, struggle with boldness, casting that net, um, you know, casting the net. Oftentimes we equate that to having to come up to someone and give them a prophetic word. Like, I just want to tell you sister today that Jesus loves you. And he said that you are called according to his purpose. Like that, that doesn't only consist of casting the net. Casting the net is also when you're at work and somebody's disrespecting you and you still treat them with respect. Casting the net saying hello to that boss that curses you out. Casting the net is, um, you know, choosing to, to turn from the things of the world when everybody else is doing the things that's not of the world. You know what I mean? So oftentimes we, we look at it as we got to get more bold and, and stuff like that. And yes, it is important to open up your mouth and tell someone about Jesus. That is very important. But sometimes it don't even take that much. You could literally be living a, a life of a true disciple a true disciple and somebody will really come to you and ask you like do you what who who do you serve like sometimes they want to know when people do that to me I'd be too hyped up like yeah. or they'd be like it's something about you that's my door oh let me tell you who it is if so, like if somebody tell me that I'm like they'd be like it's something I can't put my finger on it I'm gonna put my finger for you it's Jesus Christ. It's not even me. I'm going to put the finger for you. And, and that's what we have to do. So for those of us who are new disciples or, you know, you feel like you're shy, of course, pray and ask God for boldness because God is not a shrink. Jesus is not a shrink back God. Like Jesus, Jesus went where, where people was on the Sabbath and was healing just to make a point, you yeah. know? Um. So of course, build your boldness and stamina, but don't think because you may not be as outspoken or as, 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 you know, loud as someone else that God doesn't have a purpose in discipleship for you because we're later we're going to read what discipleship actually what the characteristics of a disciple is and none of it mentions being loud or prophesying to every person you see mm -hmm. it mentions actually hating the things of the world mm -hmm. and, and studying christ mm -hmm. and following him and not turning away from him those are the things that are actually mentioned in that scripture you know so when you do those things of course you should open up your mouth and, and testify and talk to people and all those things but like also understand that like when you when you have Holy Spirit living in you, he'll tell you when it's the time to speak and when it's not. He'll tell you, you know, what to do and what not to do. Like you'll have all of that, um, you know, a part of you. And that's that's so important that you say that. I'm gonna let um they go. That's so important that you say that because just as all those things as we turn away from Christ and all turning away from the enemy and all that stuff, and all those things come together, and then casting a net is just speaking to a spouse. It could be just speaking to a spouse, speaking to a friend, mm -hmm. uh, a co-worker, a family member, um, somebody in a stranger. Don't need to be a lot of people. Don't need to stand up on the table. Mm -hmm. uh, it could just be a one-on-one -on -one conversation. That is very, you know, important for mm -hmm. you to say. All right, go ahead, Nate. 
that. Thank God. Thank God. Um, I'm so glad you were saying what you were saying, Bria, because um, at work, I struggle with um, my deliverance. And like you said, you get hyped up. I get hyped up as well. So sometimes my deliverance is a little bit off. Um, so I struggle with, you know, just trying to, like you said, with like, I'm glad that we're learning about this today, because like you said, casting the net is kind of like, okay, I don't want to offend people. I don't want to, mm-hmm. you know, but I know sometimes I will offend people, but I don't want to cross over into that pool of, you know, going too far or offending people or something, mm-hmm. or, you know, things like that. So, you know, I, I struggle with that because I always want to come in love. I always want to come in just sharing and you just loving on people. So that's something that I struggle with personally. And you're not the only one. <laughs> you are not me. I don't want to offend nobody. First of all, um, I don't in my heart, the Lord knows. I only the Lord knows, but then it's like, you, you do it sometimes. Like, that's just the truth of the matter. Like you do it sometimes, especially as a child of God, we're living in a day and age where Anything that is not of God, people think that you're a phobic of it. Yeah. They think you are a homophobe. They think you're like bad person if you uh, don't agree with abortion. If you don't want to listen to Beyonce, you're too judgmental. Like everything seems so like you're too much in this world sometimes. You know what I mean? Um, but what what has helped me is um Paul's scripture where he explains um when he's amongst Jew he Jews he becomes a Jew becomes like a Jew first with, Corinthians oh, 9, 9 this would this is exactly what um this is what Mama Lorraine was talking about I didn't even see his phone he just pulled up the scripture your uh, voice to, cut off. I don't win. know if it was only me, but oh, I, I now? Now? Yeah, but I didn't hear the scripture. Okay, so first Corinthians 9:22. To the weak I became weak. Mm. To the weak. I have become all things to the people, so that by all means I might save them. And as Bria was talking about, that that's why the studying is so important because as we learn this. Because a lot of times people being offended and the, the conviction is on them, you know, we mm-hmm. can't stop that. Mm-hmm. But then it's still on us also to learn about compassion and learn to know that I'm like wherever this person is right now and whatever they're, they're, they're posting these things and they're living this life. Like I got to become in, like, in, in my mind, like obviously we can't do, we can't become the same person that they're, mm-hmm. that, that the place that they're in because we have received, we received um, the gospel. We, we answered the call, mm-hmm. but even to know, like, you know, like I wonder what possibly like, you know, um, she's going through to make her like do these things or whatever, whatever. And to become in that, in, in that space that you might save them. Not that we're doing the saving, but like we just said, the Christ that lives inside of you mm-hmm. could do that saving. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's very important for us to know, like mm-hmm. just to, you know, not judge people and so on and so on. Um, and a lot of times we're not judging to put people down, you know, um, or anything like that. So I, I feel like even just the definition of the word judge 
is um, crazy. But it's First Corinthians nine uh, twenty two. Yeah, and I wanted to say um, thank you so much for bringing up that point because that was literally my point. That's so good. Um, but uh, I was gonna say. When it comes to judgment, right? Paul also explains somewhere in Corinthians, I can't remember, um, but um, if you know the scripture, just drop it in the chat. Uh, basically, he explains like, we we do not judge sinners by our same standards and morals, right? Because the thing about it is, if you're telling someone who doesn't believe in God that premarital sex is wrong, every day they're not going to receive you they haven't accepted christ okay so the thing about being a, a, a follower and a, a disciple of christ a student or a learner of christ is that you learned his ways right so now you realize that his ways don't accept sex before marriage his ways don't accept homosexuality his ways don't accept these things right so when you're dealing with a person who is not of christ telling them all the time that these things that they're doing is not of Christ. It's never going to save them. I'm just going to tell you that. So don't even waste your time with that. I'm just going to tell you. Now, if they ask you, you know, is this thing of Christ or whatever, then of course you have to tell them the truth because we want to save people, right? Um, and if Holy Spirit tells you like, um, you know, share this word with this, to plant the seed, then fine. But like, we can't beat them down with the word because first of all, they don't even, they don't even align themselves with the same morals we have. They don't even see it that way. They see it a completely different way. What we have to do is show them the love of Christ and show them why, what I like to do. I put my sin on the forefront on the table. That's something I do when I'm dealing with a sinner. If there's no sin, I don't feel like I can't connect with to be completely honest because I lived life. I'm just no. I'm gonna keep it real. I keep it yeah, real. I live true. life. So there are top. There are things that I've done that I I know I could talk to any woman and I could relate in some way. It may not have been that exact same thing, but I could find something that connects to it. You get what That's I'm saying? So true. So, so true. I just tell them like, listen, I did that. You know what I mean? It probably worse or probably better than how you're doing it right now. But nonetheless, I did it. And let me tell you, the Jesus that I serve. I don't even go through that anymore. Like he really pulled me out. And then, and then we get more into conversation. They'd be like, but how I just started repenting. I asked him to take it away from me, whatever, whatever. And if it never even get that far, that's okay. That's okay. But at least they know, okay, I'm not crazy. Somebody else went through this, but something's different about her. Cause I can't even tell that she went through this thing because the Jesus that lives in her clearly is working you know what i mean so or when i talk to jews i have a jewish boss as some of y'all know he can't tell me nothing he can't tell me nothing i read the torah just like you my brother and i know that i observe sabbath just like you and i observe the feet I, I tell me and him have conversation and he'd be like did you know this did you know that of course i know yeah, I, of course I know. I know the God that you serve. You just have not accepted the Messiah. And this is why you're in error, my friend. But I'm not going to tell him that every time I connect with him where he at. Where he'd be like, oh, are you are you observing Passover? Of course, man. I can't wait. You know, I'm going to have my unleavened bread. and da, da, da. Just talk to him. Just keep showing him love. One day he's going to get it. Yeah. One day he's really going to get it. Like, wow, this girl really keep loving me and talking to me and she don't even serve the same God as me. But here's the, here's the crazy thing. This guy has no patience. 
he has, he's very rude. He's outspoken. He's like, he's disrespectful sometimes, whatever. He doesn't do it with me, but he's like that with other coworkers. And what I, what I'm praying is that he, is that he sees that even though you do all the ritualistic things, the reason why you have not reached the point where you're supposed to be in life is because you not have, have not accepted Christ. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So that's what we have to do. Just meet people where, where they at. I have family members that I know aren't saved. I don't tell them about Jesus every single chance I get. I innately say, thank God, because that's just how I speak. Every time somebody do something, thank God. If it's a bad thing, thank God. I don't know how to stop saying thank God, yeah. but I don't have to be oh, like, God. you know that the word of God says that I like, we don't have to do that. And and, and also like um as someone as just wanna I'm gonna yes. say this and the then I'm gonna go back. Yeah. As someone that um you know a lot of times we can't just um just say like that's sin, that's sin, that's sin. It has to be a following. Like, you know, Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. Like if someone has if someone has an ear to hear, right? And they want they want to to experience and they want to to see this god like this god your god right mm -hmm. and then they're pulling towards you for that then then yeah like they're 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 walking and they and it comes with the learning mm -hmm. and then you know that's a process you know that's part of their um them being a disciple and we're doing the same thing yeah because like we're following jesus forever right and as someone out there that you know we're speaking to like if they want to like I need help with this. Like, I need help, like, whatever. Like, you know, you start to, while you're following Jesus, you will help them also to follow Jesus. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I just want to say that real quick. Well, Deja asked a question in the chat. I'm going to pass it. Uh, this, um, I just want to know, what would you say to someone who said, I believe we are all gods? A lot of people get that mindset. Because I feel like society is so crazy now where, um if it was a black person which most likely always are always is because i've heard people say this before a lot of times society because there's not there's a lack of power right in the black community mm -hmm. there's such an uprise when it comes to um things doctrines religions and things like that that give black people power and it could be false which is why the numbers for the black Hebrew Israelites is so huge is because like so much people so many people are are seeing the things that's going on with black people and just saying like just attaching themselves to everything that gives us power and I feel like and I and I see and I feel that many times like we could be encouraged by 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 lies um so a lot of people go and lean on them and, you know, believe in things that are not true. So they, they, they talk about the scripture in, in Genesis, create man in our, our image, right? And a lot has happened since then, you know? Um, like, like I tell people all the time, like the, the life we speak about it on the Bible study, Exactly. We a lot we talk about in the Bible study. The life that was created for us is not the life that we're living now. Like, you know, as as we read last Bible study, like death um has came into the world because of what Adam did. Mm -hmm. And now life has came into um the world because of what Christ did. Mm -hmm. And that's an important yeah. thing to say. 
So if we put ourselves and say that we are God, we are putting ourselves on the same level as God. And we, we read the Bible and see how sovereign, how all-knowing God is. Like, we're nowhere next to that. Yeah. Like, you know, how could we be gods but be sheeps, you know? Um, how, like, like, how could we be gods but need a, need a shepherd? Um, we're, we're, we're not, we're not, we, you know, we're not just any other thing. Like we're sheeps, like, mm-hmm. like sheeps that, that, sheeps. that would lead ourselves to our the own slaughter if we didn't have a shepherd. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, you know, I really don't understand their, um, their, their mindset behind it, but within then, as Paul said, I became these people so I could save them me now me knowing like you know anytime I talk to a black Israelite I know it's because of how you felt with things going on in your community and things mm-hmm. like that and and you just got snatched up by their net you know mm-hmm. um by 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 you wanted to feel powerful as a black man or mm-hmm. whatever or, you know so on a black woman or whatever and that made you go there mm-hmm. and that made you believe the things that you believe in now and me now knowing that i don't know how to speak to them um mm-hmm. but yeah just, there's so much false doctrine and false things that's going on out there and um you know really just ha- have to pray for them but i don't put myself i would never put myself we know how jealous god is like i would never put myself on his level ever um i mean anybody Thank God. See what I'm saying? All right. Anytime anybody ever, you know, comes idea of them being a God, I always just say, like, just wake yourself up in the morning and then convince me. That's, that's always my argument. Like, I just want to see you wake yourself up. Don't even worry. Because God got to worry about billions of people. You just worry about you. And then maybe I'll be convinced. No human on this earth can do that. So I don't really entertain that point. Um, but what I do tell people is like, listen, I know you can't do the things that God can do. Um, and I know that's probably deeply rooted in, you know, um, like the mentioned, like the black culture. I can't I don't have a lot of, um, you know, white friends and other 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 race, other races. Um, but like even the Black Lives Matter movement, all those things are derived in, um, I would say, hate. To be yes. Um, you know, and many might not agree with that, and that's okay. Um, the reason why I say that is because although I don't agree with police brutality and all those things, our race is not superior to anybody. We are not, we do not need to find a sense in, a sense of pride in our color. You know, yeah. things were created because of bondage. You know what I mean? Because of the bondage that we were in, now people want power and all those things, but really. We should find our power in Christ. Yes. I mean, we should That's find true. our identity in Christ, That's which will help us to love brothers and sisters who are not the same color of, as us, who are not the same race as us, because like God is not concerned about those things. And I'll be the first to tell you that Jesus was brown. Like I ain't holding back. I know that he was brown and nobody can tell me otherwise. But that's not going to change the fact that if I have a white brother or a sister, that he's not going to save them as well. And that the oil and the anointing of may not be as great on their life as anybody else. Like, that's not going to change that fact because God did create every last one of us, you know. So all of the like extreme blackness and extreme like 
you know, self-love, like, and you know, the, the crazy thing is like, um, the, the Bible says in the end times, people will be lovers right. of themselves. Right. Like yeah. and we Definitely, see that yeah. so much in the black community. Like we just love ourselves. Like, what is that? Where do we get that from? That is not even our identity. So much that um, we dislike others. Yes. You know, and just yeah. so you yeah. Isaiah uh, 45, 5 says, I am the Lord and there's no other. Beside me, there's no God. I will girth you. And though you have not known me. And uh, Exodus 23 you shall have no. no other gods before me. Which means you can't even, and, and before in Hebrew means in my presence. Yeah. So that means you can't even be in his presence calling yourself a God. Exodus 34, mm -hmm. for you shall not worship any other God, including yourself. <laughs> um, um, Any other God for the Lord whose, na who, whose name is jealous. His name. And is a jealous God. Like you could just keep on keep on going and going uh the scripture. It just yeah. Um go ahead, Odeja. I was gonna say, um, like a few years ago when I like first started like my social media journey, I had read this article and it like convicted me, like Holy Spirit convicted me through it. And he and basically Holy Spirit was like, you post a lot of yourself. Like you don't post friends, you don't post family, like there's nobody else on your social media but yourself. And that's like a form of like idol worship of yourself. And I didn't look at it as a form of idol worship of myself. I just looked at it as I'm on, this is my social media, it's my Instagram. And I, there's a sense of privacy that I want to have. But, you know, the Lord knows each and every one of our hearts. So mm -hmm. he knew that, like, deep down, it really was, like, I'm I'm basically putting myself as a God. Yes. And I asked the question because I was in a space yesterday for a friend's birthday. And a question had came up was, um, it basically was on the, the, the lines of, like, either like are you afraid like after death or like where do you go after death or something like that and people's like no we don't want to answer that question blah 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 and um basically I was like well you don't have to be afraid like you won't have to be scared of death because you know if you believe in God um you live so it it, it, it really doesn't matter right and, um a woman basically was like uh, I mean like we all guys in here God God and she started calling everybody God <laughs> and I did not like Nay say I didn't even want to get into that debate, <laughs> nor did I feel like even if I went there, that there would be a, an understanding of you. Yeah. yeah. You you don't you you're not a god. Like, you know what oh, I mean? That's the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Yes. Certain, certain fights are just not worth yeah. fighting, like at all. If there's like a a billion people and God didn't tell me to open my mouth, I'm not opening my mouth. Because it, it it wasn't over a dinner right it wasn't a day that that person um um fed off of that lie right so like in a day you know we can't expect that we are going to an over a dinner we can't expect that we are going to like you know snatch them you know snatch them out of you know that lie mm -hmm. um, yes that they're believing true that oh, sister Lorraine. Yeah, and sometimes it, it has to be like a one-on-one -on -one conversation mm -hmm. because like when it's more than one, like, you know, it's like they manipulate the, the, the conversation and it gets in a debate and, you know, 
Um, and the thing about it, when we try to defend God, um, some of the times we end up losing. We have to know when to stop yes. um, because we end up seeing like we are the losing because God doesn't want us to defend him. That's you know, true. God yes. wants us to just give give the word. Yeah. And I just wanted to... Uh, no, I was just saying that's so powerful because we was talking about that on uh, the Bible study because uh, sometimes you could feel like you're 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 able to defend the faith, but yeah. you gotta know that people out there, like you know, especially these people that go out and will ask people questions and on the street or whatever, like there's yeah. people out there that will try and put you in a corner. They ask you questions to make you say a thing. Yes. So you could say other thing. Like the first question means nothing. It's just really so you could say one thing yes. so that they can uh, attack you in another way. I'm telling and, you. And that is so like true. You got to be ready for that. And a lot of times, like, especially when you do it in front of people, and this is something I've learned because I used to always do it. Um, uh. And, uh, you know, thank God that he took me from that, that place. Um, because it was just drain. It was just drain. I didn't feel like even yes. one. I didn't feel like I won anything. Because really, yes. a lot of the times, it's not just that person that you're talking to. It's the people that's listening. It's like yes. you never want to walk away and and make it seem like ah oh, man, like I really just lost this. Yeah, like like it's I true. really I really didn't win this battle. Like this person could be more cunning than cunning. I'm not gonna say we are. Person can just be just a cunning person or just better with yeah. words and then they could win over the people them that's listening mm -hmm. yeah and then much that what, what you said was so powerful you say like really is the person that's listening the person that's listening really gonna leave it and have an opinion that's you know the, worst thing. the person that you're that, that that the argument with or the conversation with they're not even listening to what you're saying yeah. it's the person on the background and i remember when i used to be on facebook I remember, like, I used to defend God. I was always so frustrated, tired mentally and physically. Like, it, it, it was so crazy. I have learned that whatever the person say, I just, I just say, like, you know, I don't think so because the Bible said this, and I don't think the Lord wants us to do that. And if they keep going on, I say, okay. Okay. I, I just, okay. Okay. Yes. And even, like, the texting story, and, you know, yeah, somebody have a disagreement, and the person says something and you text one long text i am at the place that i delete everything that i write and i say okay, okay. that's my that favorite. is growth that's my favorite sometimes, yeah sometimes i get caught i ain't gonna front sometimes i get caught but most times especially on social media okay like that's it the yeah. okay because the thing about it is you're not going to change that person's mind. They got their mind so made up. If God is not changing their mind, then we definitely can't do it. Like we, we are not doing it. God And God is not pressed to change their mind. He presenting them with the same opportunities every single one of us got every day. We choose. They have to make a choice. Everybody yeah. has to make a choice. So when we are faced with people who are especially non-believers, it's such a sensitive thing. Like just, okay. Or really, people that don't believe in Christ or believe in another God or believe that they're gods and all this other stuff, I don't even get into religion conversations with these people. Like, yeah. I don't even want to talk about your God. I don't even want to act like I know about your God. I don't want to talk about your God or whatever. I'm really just trying to show you the love of Christ. Because the fact of the matter is, nobody, mark my words, nobody 
who is serving another God is living a prosperous, healthy, a blessed life. Like nobody, nobody. It may look like they're blessed, but in the midnight hours, I'm telling you, these people are tormented or they're going yeah. through their own personal stuff. Like nobody who's serving the enemy is their life is like perfect every single day. No. We, we spoke, no. We spoke about it before. A lot of times people are out, out of far away from the covenant of God, but it, look, it just looks like, you know, they're getting things. Yeah. And like, you know, people, you know, the question was asked one time, I asked, or someone asked, like, can, can the, um, the, uh, bless people but i don't consider that the devil give as a blessing me you know, you, you know don't matter if it looks good now and it's just something that traps us everything he gives with a setup yeah and, and, a every, everything comes with a chain a chain attached to it. Yeah. uh bound, bound to something yeah. um, but I, I just wanted to um to read this last because isaiah 46 verse 9 says remember the remember the former things long past for I am God and there's no other. I am God and there's no one like me. Um, so I just wanted to say that. And Hillary um, wrote some, asked a question in the chat. She said, I may be off topic, but I've been seeing this trend on my Instagram where kids walk around claiming themselves as cats or dogs. Uh, kids go to school dressed like that too, uh, not to bash. But my question is, um, is that another form of God and idolize, like, a, a god like lowercase g and idolizing yeah, that's yeah. a great question um i came in i came in quite late but it has been itching on me but how can i approach my younger sister about dressing as an anime character yes she is beautiful but like i don't want my my little sister to fall apart yeah, I, you know, even as the scripture said, we got to just um, a lot of things coming from um, prayer and fasting, mm -hmm. because, you know, there's a lot going on with, with the children and now mm -hmm. it, it is it is a it is a form like even you watch football games and they paint their face and all that stuff and they they like go hard like that is. Yeah, also like idolizing. there's a there's, there's a lot of things and that's why we have to be so like careful dressing up. For Halloween, like even and just to even take it there, like we were talking about it yesterday, just in culture, right? And um, there's things like even Jamaican. I love being Jamaican, but there's some things that even in my culture that you know have to have to separate from because I don't want to idolize it, you know. Mm -hmm. Like um, I was talking to I think uh, um, Frank the other day, and he was like, I think when the uh, parade or whatever that that happens in Trinidad carnival yeah carnival like he was talking to like his his friend which is a christian that's also trinidadian spoke about like not going there and then people that were attacking him and like we was just talking about it saying like a lot of the times like we say like that's our culture that's our culture but there's a reason why like we have independence day <laughs> because a lot of times other cultures came in and like shaped us like it's a yes. reason we, we celebrate being free from a country. We're like, we don't really know what, like not mm -hmm. all, all things, we don't really know what's truly us. And a lot of times, you know, we really just have to separate from certain things and we don't want to idolize our country. We don't want to idolize um, a, 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 a parade. Like a lot of times people don't have money or whatever, just 
but they just find a way, like make crazy sacrifices just to go there and, you know, whine upon each other or whatever. So it's just, it just a realization to know, like, when it comes to music, like so many different things, like we never want to um, idolize anything, mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. And yes, same thing, like even like a lot of people here, like not to just talk about black people, but the same thing is a lot of white people here that idolize white that people, flag. Yo. Like, like the American yeah. flag. They like got they, the rifles. They, they got put the that before, they put that before uh, their belief. Mm -hmm. And same thing, like not mm -hmm. idolizing um, Political our, parties. our blackness before like anything like so so like we just have to be careful of like all things you know go ahead sister Lorraine let me just move on yes I remember like some years ago before 2020 they came in with this sister thing it was so crazy I I didn't have understanding about the things of God like a lot of things of God like the Lord has opened my eyes now but I remember they had this picture with this this Afro here girl and like like a lot of like girls have this thing like I have to be there for my sister. It was so crazy. Um, so uh, maybe like maybe about 2018, 2017, 2018. And that was when they were subtly, subtly, whatever you call it. Um, mm -hmm. they were just trying to get people connected to um to 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 their manipulation, like mind controlling, like telling people what to think, like just care about women, don't care about men. It was so I, somebody must have remembered this, this big year thing. That year actually is crazy because I used to wear my hair and froze a lot. And it's nothing wrong with wearing your hair and froze. Let me just say right. mm -hmm. put that out there. Nobody's saying that. Right. But I remember when they were like pushing an agenda, like you're a goddess, you're a yes. this, like that around that era, my sister, you're a goddess, my sister, you're a this, you're a that, like. All of that is like self-worship without us yes. even knowing it. Like, and, and like, even just like where it's all like, and then, and, and that literally sparked the feminist movement. Yes. Which also translated into the abortion movement. Like yes. all of that, just like, and then, it, and then it turned into my body, my choice. And then it turned into everything else. It's like, it just be so subtle with this world. And then it turned into everything else. But Mama Lorraine, you are like spot on. Like during that time, it was like they were rising up women to literally worship themselves. You yes. even men, I see men now on TikTok who be like, "My wife is my god." It's like she's she's a god because she can create babies and yeah. all these weird things it's that they're crazy. coming out with that's literally not, not biblical. And not even just that, I feel like everything affects each other. Like even men being like like more feminine. Like mm -hmm. I feel like all these things just uh, just affect each other. Mm -hmm. And like. Concerning the the dogs and the cat thing, is yeah. like like it's so it's just the evil agenda, like targeting the the, the things of God, the creation of God, because you know God made created us man and woman, so they change it. They, they you know they come in with the homosexual thing, and mm. now they want to go to animals. It, it's so crazy. They just they're so like anti Christ. You know, can the Bible talk about there'll be many antichrists that will be coming in this world? And yes, even yes. though they are in the world, you know, at the end, you know, there's going to be one great antichrist that's going to rise up, you know. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, they are so against Christ. They, mm -hmm. they just do things. No, they're going to say they're going to, um, um, men can can have babies. Like, they, they, they just, they're just so evil. And they are targeting the young, the young people. The young kids, they are targeting them that and confuse them. 
even in the schools that they're, they're not even teaching kids what they're supposed to learn. I remember when Rain was going middle school, even now, they don't give them a reminder about grammar. They, they're just teaching them some evil, like some book. I, recently, I had to compromise and say, and say, okay, um, I spoke to Rain teacher because it was book about um, sex and about homosexuality. I, so the teacher told me about this other book. It's a gang thing, like about black, black, black on black war and so. I had to choo choose that book. There was no other alternative. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no. I'm just like, okay, read, read that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. Like, it, Henry, that, um, and, and that's something that, you know, exactly what you just asked. Uh, that's something um, my sister would struggle with also. And that's something that I prayed against because I, I had friends I know older older guys, OD and Oh, it is? Yeah. Um, there's, there's so many um, people that are, there's so many people that, that worship like other things, even when mm -hmm. it comes to like having action figures and like we mm -hmm. just spoke about like sports, painting your face and yeah. um, like fanatics and all that kind of stuff. And it's just easy to just worship and just idolize. But just, just praying for her you know um like never leaving that out of your prayer consistently yes. praying for her yes and being and monitoring yes. the things that you know she watches she listens to i know you know the you know people loved the um the avatar movie and whatever the case may be but like i'm just gonna be real with y'all because i like i just have to um those images are very much connected to fallen angels um and and the and, underground the underground deities that we should not even look underworld, at. Sorry, underworld, sorry, underworld. Underworld, all those things that we should not look at, that the Bible literally speaks about, you know? Um, and the reason why I say this is, you know, it sound, it's interest, it's interesting, the movie, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be like, I never seen, I never seen any of them because I just, I never wanted to look at a creature that looked like that. I'm just gonna be completely honest. But Dimash has seen it, cool. Stuff like that may look interesting, but then when we when we start seeing kids wanting to, all right, it starts off with just the movie, right? Now you go on social media and you go on Instagram, you want to post a story, they have an icon now where you can make yourself your own avatar, right? They have it on your, your text, you have it in your social media, and now the movie's out, so everybody wants an avatar, cool. Then you now, now have kids wanting to look like these creatures. You get what I'm saying? And the thing is that we're not mystical creatures nor are we animals nor are we fallen angels nor are we aliens none of us none of us and it may it may seem fascinating i know but like the truth of the matter is our young people shouldn't be watching these movies i'm, I'm just going to be honest because it makes them fascinated with them and it makes them want to look like these things and the world yeah. think it's okay wow. back in the days you would watch a little cartoon with an alien or something on it and you're not thinking that deep into it but now we're living in a day and age yes. tell your kids that they can be an avatar they can be a cat they can be a dog they will encourage them to come to school and before you know it they're involved in different things that like literally have nothing to do with christ yeah you know I, just being like honest though like nobody need to answer but just a question but like, how many of us have found ourselves, like even before we were saved, 
found ourselves in a hole, right? Um, with no way to get out because we was curious about something. Like not not like like literally like just just saying like I either want to do this one time and then now it's an addiction or um, like it's like we really have to protect um, mm -hmm. you know our children like the younger children in our family like mm -hmm. whether if it's just we're the only ones that um, are seeing these things like praying for the cousins the nieces the mm -hmm. nephews like so on and so on like all that but uh, go ahead Esther and Deja. Yeah, so um, thinking about the word um, consumers, it's often for the fact that you have to realize what you're consuming, what is consuming your life. Uh -huh. And that's like their whole agenda. You know, like when it's, when you find a definition of consumers, it's for to buy goods and services for personal use. But then think about consumption. Like it takes, it's something that you, you eat, you drink, and you live it. Mm -hmm. So all these things are for the purpose of just basically putting into your life so that that's, that's your full life that your life has no other added value besides what they give to you. So mm -hmm. like you guys are saying about Avatar and stuff like that, you're right, like these little kids, they're so easily, easily, easily persuaded to do certain things. Like one of my students asked me, she was like, oh, I didn't know so-and-so was a lesbian. And I'm looking at her, I'm like, how do we even get to your a sexual orientation of a teacher? But yeah. this teacher has on rainbow lanyard, she has the kids like coloring rainbow math math um graphs like she's actually like presenting it to them in a way that they can start asking the questions but and start yes. being like consume and you know and i'm questioning about it and i'm just looking at her I'm like like why why are you doing all of that like what does that have to do with you teaching math yeah <laughs> like you know like she's getting them she's in them getting them towards them questioning you know those kind of things and them just being okay with it i'm just looking at her like you know if you're a lesbian that's okay that's fine for you but it's like don't have these kids sitting here thinking like oh you know let me try this out too let me let me see this teacher i really like her a lot she's a lesbian so it should be okay for me to be a lesbian because we forget sometimes kids also are inspired by people they look up to mm -hmm. and whatever you're doing they, they want to do it too just like how when they watch a movie they start doing it like i have an avatar they worship spirits like ancestors and all that's that stuff Mm -hmm. You know, and that's something that the black culture too, they love talking about. Like, oh, we used to be connected mm -hmm. to our ancestors. We had to give this to do that. It's just like, why do you have to do all that sacrificing? Yeah. Like, you don't have to do any of that. Right. If you have to put something into the ground in order to get something out, you should really look at yourself like, what's going on here? Yeah. yeah. Especially if you're a person that you don't even think about the idea of gardening. A lot of them don't even garden. So why would you be saying you want to sacrifice this to your ancestors when you can't even put an apple into the ground and get an apple out of it? <laughs> are you serious? Why are you now a gardener? Why are you a gardener now? You can't even eat the thing that you want to garden. Sure can't. So sure can't. Wow, so true. It's really not innocent times, you know. Oh, Deja, you could go ahead, but I was just gonna say like. It's different. Back in the days, like if you, you, you watch a little superhero, you, you just thinking, wow, I want to be strong and mighty. Yeah. You know what I mean? These days, they will really have your kid. They will tell your kid, like, you can astral project through your hands and all this stuff. Like, it's a different time. Like, it's yeah. just a different time. And the teachers are in on it. Like, not all of them, because obviously Esther, the teacher, she's a child of God. But like, 
these people coming with their outside agendas, bringing them into the school. Like they don't care. They'll let your kid watch Avatar in the class and not teach them no fundamental learning on what the difference between a a short and a long vowel is. (laughs) But then they'll be like, you can definitely be an Avatar though. Like that's okay. Like, and it's not, you know? Go ahead, Odeja, then we gonna get, like we have to wrap up on the topic. No, no, I don't have, um, I was just answering Jamal's question when he was like, anybody basically got into, was curious about something and got into bondage in it. Yeah. Yeah, it happens to all of us. Yeah, it happens really all of us. It happens to all of us. We got that's why we gotta just guide, you know, guide our minds, guard our minds, guard our hearts, guard our thoughts, all those things, you know. Yeah. So you know, we read um um being changed, right? The second thing we follow is Jesus. We are changed when we follow him. Uh you are a new creation. Um I have a creator, but but I want to read Mark 1 14. To 20. Now, after John was put in prison, prison, this is when Jesus started his ministry. Jesus came to Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, first thing, and believe the gospel. You know, turn away and believe the gospel. Turn away from your sins. Turn away from anything that have you bound, chained, mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> Uh, a lot of times, like, we are focused towards the thing that have us trapped, you know, and just to turn away, turn our back towards that and believe the gospel and follow him. Mm-hmm. And we went up, we, we spoke about what the gospel is, and then we're going to get into it a little bit um, here. As we, as, as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, and they were casting their net into the sea, mm-hmm. you know, and they were doing something else. Um, for they were fishermen. Then Jesus said to them, follow me and I will make you become fishers of men. So this is the same thing that's happening in, in Matthew 4, but obviously it's from Mark's um, perspective. Um, so, you know, that's how the four, you know, the gospel goes. So they immediately, and I just wanted to highlight this, they immediately left their nets and followed him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, that, you know, we were talking about it that just showed up, you know, so fast um, as we were reading it, because like a lot of times as the call, as he called us and as he reached out to us, like a lot of times, like we, you know, we question, you know, is that you, Lord? Like, is that, you know, we question it, whether we question him or we don't just hear uh, our back is just turned towards him. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just so powerful that, you know, him just saying, follow me, you know, and I will make you fishers of men, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the Lord is trying to, um, trying to change and trying to add on to you, you know, personally, mm-hmm. and he is saying, come, you know, turn towards me and come and follow me. And I will change this thing. And I'll help you in this way. Mm-hmm. You know, are we immediately like, do we have, like, is, is our spirit willing? Like, do we just turn towards him? You know? And I just thought that was, uh, is important and just the past, you know, posturing yourself and, you know, secondly, and that was just with Simon and Andrew, right? Wait, I want to say this yeah. part. When it says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Yeah. I like the part where um, Jesus says, follow me and I will make. Yeah. Will make means something that he's going to do, yeah. right? Um, the reason why I added, I, I, I wanted to highlight that part is because um, oftentimes, like when people get saved or the people are shied away from getting saved, it's because they feel like once they turn from their sin and they follow Christ, um, that like they have to do the work to make themselves 
um, a, a true disciple or, um, you know, like, you know, make them holy and all that. Like you do not make that happen. Like none of us can make that happen. So he says, follow me and I will make, as long as you follow him and you become a learner of him and a student of him, he will make, he will transform. He will do the twisting and the turning and all those things. Like we don't have to do those things. So for anybody on here who is not saved yet or who is on the fence, I want to be saved, but it seems like it's hard work. This is not your job. The only job you got is what, what we said, what is a disciple um, to be a learner, a student, and a follower of Christ. That's all you have to do. When you keep doing those things, everything else will literally just yeah. start shedding yeah. by itself. All you have to do is make the conscious decision. I want to follow. I want to repent. I want to turn from sin. So I just wanted yeah. to add that also. And just, um, you know, like, as you said, like, it's so important just to leave, to let go of the thing that you were doing before, you know, the things that the world taught us to let go of those things, mm -hmm. you know, the net, they, they, they left their nets you know, and followed him. And that's just with Simon and Andrew, you know, as he's gathering his disciples, right? Mm -hmm. This is this is what he's doing. When when he had gone a little further from there, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who also were on a boat, mending their nets, also with fishing, right? Doing something different. Immediately he called them, and they left they, they left their father Zebedee in the boat with their hired servant and went after Jesus. Mm. And you know, Bri and I was just talking about like, you know, as we were, you know, reading and, and doing a study and before about um John and, and and we watched a sermon on John and just seeing how John past the father was a, a priest and how you know um then like like they ate good they ate you know honey and i mean not honey they ate like 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 good and they dressed good but john like he was called in a different way so like he he wore like like um um with camel skin john, the, ate, baptist, ate, john the baptist and he ate um honey and locusts right and that is like completely two different things mm -hmm. you know and a lot of times in these times like you know, if, if if your family like have money, like you you do these things, like you carry, you you know, you, you you stayed in this, like you did what your father did, and so on and so on. And we see the same thing with um even with David, like you know that that's what his family, that's his family business, that's what they was doing, like him looking after, like being a shepherd, mm -hmm. and it, it it was just so important. Like a lot of times, like even our loved ones, even like whatever. Um, the place that we are, when he call us, um, we have to like immediately and to leave those things to follow him. And, it's, and, and a lot of times we can't take up and we're going to read the scripture. A lot of times we can't gather the things and take it on the journey with him. A lot of times he just wants us to let go of everything mm -hmm. um, to follow him like an actual turning um, away. Praise God. Yeah. Um, and just to get into uh, the, the good news. And, you know, we did it before, but every disciple has a call to action, right? The great commission to spread the gospel and to make more disciples. You know, what is the gospel? The good news. Um, what is the good news? The good news, the message of forgiveness for sin through the atoning work of Jesus Christ. It is essentially God's rescue plan for redemption for those who will trust in his divine son in order to be reconciled to the just and holy God. And as we see, uh -huh. you know, we spoke about, as we share 
um, the gospel and the good news. Like a lot of times we just share our testimony to people, but the thing that's the thing that's enough, right? The thing that 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 they need to hear is the fact that like we're headed in all of us, we're headed in one direction, mm-hmm. right? And Christ dying, right, just atoned for all of our sins so that we will have salvation, a free gift, you know, that all we have to do is accept it. Um and and doing so, we spend uh, eternal with him. And then we could even point them to John um, three sixteen. Um, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna keep going. So the first step we're gonna read is first step to discipleship, receiving salvation. Okay. So the first thing you gotta know is that you need to be saved from something, right? So th- that's the first step to receiving salvation. What am I saved from? We're all saved from eternal death. That's what we're saying. Um, uh, so, you know, I'm going to give the most brief backstory, but all of us know about Adam and Eve and how God had them on this earth just to be here, to worship him and really to live a nice, perfect life. He had everything set up for them. Um, you know, they got caught up with the serpent, which is the enemy, um, and ended up partaking in the, uh, of the fruit of the tree, the, the, the knowledge of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Um, and because of that, um, we all were subjected through that sin to eternal death. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was never God's desire for humans to die. It was God's desire for us to constantly live with him and forever be with him and first. be with him. He came down in the cool of the day. I know none of us could even imagine that, but Jesus, I mean, Jesus, God, all three really mm-hmm. used to come down in the cool of the day, talk to Adam and Eve, walk with them, whatever, commune with them. But now because of what has happened, God cannot even be in the same place as us because of sin. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are all damned to eternal death if we do not accept Jesus Christ, his son, as Lord and Savior. Um, So here's a supporting scripture to that. Um, Romans chapter 5, verse 9 to 10, much more than having now being justified, justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if we were enemies We were reconciled to God through the death of his son. Much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And I just want to say this, like uh, uh, such a a revelation to me, like, you know, and as me, you know, doing study on revelations and things like that, Mm -hmm. you know, sermons, I always said that I was saved, you know, and I would just put it as just, just saved, like just a label. Like mm-hmm. you know, I always hear people say it like that, but just as it you know it connects to the gospel, like explain to people like what like explain to just even myself like realizing like I'm saved, but what really does that mean to me? Like mm-hmm. it, it really was just a word till I just realized at doing the study like I'm saved from something like saved, mm-hmm. um and like what am I saved from? You know I'm saved from his wrath and then realizing like what like like why am I safe from his wrath and not just realizing with the Holy Spirit just speaking to me and speaking to us and just um as a as it relates to the gospel and as it relates to the scripture Romans 5 um you know we shall be saved from his wrath through him and just it it just it just brings a different kind of way to say it now like mm-hmm. as a reminder you saying like you saved just puts you in a group of other people that saved mm-hmm. but now 
just a reminder to myself, like I'm saved from something, like I'm saved. And it's not like he's saving me, like he already done this, this side, like we are saved from that, like we are set aside, like we're not gonna, we're not gonna experience God's wrath because we accept Jesus. Like all of us are saved, like we're, we're good. And I just thought that was such important because it's another thing to say, you know, as we're on this walk, like he's doing a process of saving us, which is not the case. Mm. You know, like he's changing us. He's doing all that ING stuff with us. But as part, um, when it comes to save, like we've already been saved. We mm. just got to keep, we just got to accept. Like we already accept the gift, the yeah. free gift. It's free. And I just thought that that was just um, uh, important. But first, um, Thessalonians, one thing. Yeah, and I was going to say, you know, oftentimes we were saved as a badge of honor. Like, I'm more saved than you. Like, there's no such thing as being more saved than another person. It's no such thing because really it's one time. It's an action. Like, it's an action. You know what I mean? Some people get saved like if they leave the body and they want to come back and then they yeah. get saved again. But I'm saying like, you can't, you don't get saved every day. Yeah. You don't get saved. You, you don't, God don't keep saving you. Like, you you know, you make a sin and then God like, I got to save you again because you was going to go to hell last yeah. night. Like, it's not like that. Yeah. You save me. I got to explain it because some people really think like that, you know? Like when you say, I am now, because I have accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I'm saved from eternal death. Yeah. Yeah. you realize how serious that word is yeah. it's not just a word to throw around like i don't cuss I, don't, I used to think of like oh a saved means you don't curse you don't drink you don't this saved don't mean that mm -hmm. saved means you are saved from eternal death that's what saved okay. means that's now true. there are characteristics of a person who is saved yeah but those things don't save you, yeah. which is yeah. the crazy thing. And, and, and that's, that's something not only that helped me with my journey, but also made me grieve now for other people who are not saved. Mm -hmm. Because we oftentimes in our self-righteousness, I'm speaking for myself sometimes, like I'll be looking at people like, why is you doing that? Like, you don't even know what road you're going down. And it makes me think like, um, if they have premarital sex, they're gonna have to deal with this generational curse. And if they do this, they're gonna have to deal with this demon. It's not even about all of that. It's really, I mean, it's about that, but like it's really eternal death that we gotta be concerned about. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's really about did you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Now, all those other things, yes, we should correct and you know, pray for our brother and sister and help that they don't that they don't continue in that thing, but like. It's really the eternal death. And we care more about people's souls and the fact that there is two destinies out there for each and every one of us when this is all said and done. We would do more praying and crying before the Lord. More of it. Because it wouldn't be just about, look how sinful their life is. It will be about, this person will never see God like, that's how serious it is. So it's not even about they drinking and they smoking. It's easy for us to get caught up in that as Christians without judging self. But the truth of the matter is, this person will be in the lake of fire forever. Oh. If we choose not to, this is what God is saving us from. That's why it's important to be saved. You won't see Jesus. It's the serious thing. And if you really think about how serious it is, and you know you got family members that aren't, it'll make you want to cry. 
Yeah. It'll make you sick to your stomach That's that you will go to people's funeral and, and you will sit there knowing that you will never see them again. It's like this, this, this RIP culture. God is really thinking we're going to see people again. But when you realize that you really need to be saved from eternal death, we start loving people different now. Whatever it takes, Lord. This is why, this is why Paul says, if I got to be like a Jew, I'll do whatever it takes. Because when we realize the saving word, it's not even simple. Salvation is serious. It's like you literally will never, ever, ever go to heaven. That's how serious it is. So no, it's not about just putting down people. It's about them knowing how serious the relationship with Jesus Christ is. Yeah. Like that's how serious it is. And accepting him. And, and even like what we learned uh, recently, um, recently just through, it's, so in Matthew 3, verse 11, you know, John the Baptist is on his ministry. And, and said, John the Baptist said to the people, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, right? But he who is coming, Jesus, mm -hmm. uh, after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. Mm -hmm. He will baptize you with, with the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit and fire. Mm -hmm. And mm. like, you know, we, 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 when we was watching the sermon, like we always, I thought that that meant Holy Spirit and you know the fire of the holy spirit just just connected that together but through learning you know and, and just been studying um with like for the past i'm keep forgetting yeah for the mitchell that so it's two different baptism so like everyone that's living is gonna be baptized by one of them so it's either we receive and accept the holy spirit or we did not, we don't receive and we don't accept Christ. Um, and we're going to be baptized by fire, or, or, which we're, which explains in Revelations. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just thought that was just so crazy. Because I used to, remember, used to, used to get baptized talking. with the fire of the Holy Spirit. Like I used to, really, <laughs> but then it's like, everybody, because the Bible does say every knee will bow, every tongue will confess. People are going to know that Jesus is Lord when it's all said and done. But some people are going to get baptized with that Holy Spirit. And some, some people are going to be submerged in fire. Like, yes, so true. You know, I, sorry, I was listening to this pastor, the, and the, the, an apostle, and he said, like, everybody in hell now is a believer. The thing about it, they believe too late. Because when they reach hell, they're going to realize what, what's really happening, but they cannot change their situation. So really, fire. We, we really, we really have to like, you know, pray for, you know, our families. Uh, like, it's so crazy that we just see our families on the path of, of death, on the path of, you know, really seeing God's wrath. We have to pray for them, our, our friends. We have to just like, you know, not, not to be overpowering or anything, but we have to put in a word or two, you know, tell them something about, you know, the gospel, something about the Lord. Even our conversations with them, we have to just talk about the Lord, you know, just just even like thanking God or even just sharing a testimony, even a small thing. Because sometimes we think testimony have to be great. No, even the Lord woke me up this morning. Like I'm telling you, that's a testimony. Mm -hmm. So we have to really save with fear because the time, the time is at hand Amen. for the coming of Christ. So true. Yes. Next question. What is salvation? Salvation is not a behavior. 
It's a gift and it's free. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that again. Salvation is not a behavior. It is a gift and it's free. The reason why I want to say that is because, like I explained, like I always thought like salvation was you don't do this and you don't do that. No, salvation is the gift from God by sending his son, Jesus, who died on um, died at Calvary for us and shed his blood. That was the only sacrificial blood that mattered that can save us from eternal death. Accepting that is salvation. Every other thing that comes from that is a fruit. And that literally changed my whole perspective. I'm telling you, it just make you realize that Jesus made it so easy for us. It's just an acceptance. You literally just have to say, I accept Jesus being my Lord and Savior and really mean it with your heart. Really mean that thing. And, 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 and when you mean it, like every other thing, you know the fruit of a saved person because now, because they've accepted salvation, all these other things have come. Here's the supporting scripture for that. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into, yeah, conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love. Mm -hmm. Colossians 1, 13 and John 10, 9 through 10 says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, meaning Jesus, he will be saved and he will be saved, saved. Like that's all you got to do. Enter that door and you're saved. Everything that come after is what happens because you have chosen Jesus. That's how we will know if a person really accepted them in their heart. And we're going to talk about that next because you know, we're going to get to that. I'm, I'm going to talk about like, you know, people talk about water baptism and to the heart. Okay. And we'll go in and, and we'll go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life mm -hmm. and that they may have it more abundantly. More. So that's the gift. When you accept, if you go through that door of salvation and accept Jesus, now you have received life and more abundantly. Because before you have not accepted Jesus, as much as you live on this earth, you will not live like you will not live eternally in heaven with yes. God if yes. you do not accept Jesus. Yes. There's Thank no you, compromise. Jesus. There's no other way to God. But gee, I know people be like, it's okay if you believe other religions and this one God. Mm -hmm. There's no other way to heaven besides Jesus Christ, who is the son of God. We can't enter through, if we, we don't fully believe, we can't enter through that door. Um, I just want to share Jude 1, uh, Miss Lorraine, I think that's her name, um, wrote Jude 1, 23, and, says, and others say with fear, mm -hmm. pulling them out of the fire, hating even a garment spotted by the flesh. Mm. And that was the point. We just gotta do that. Um, first, first step to discipleship, uh, receiving salvation. Two. Um, I'm just gonna read the beginning. How do we accept the gift of salvation? By mouth confession and heart repentance, we are baptized with the Holy Spirit. Mm. So when you confess with your mouth, but you have to believe in your heart, you are now baptized with the Holy Spirit. 
And the scripture for that is Romans chapter 10, verses 9 to 13. It says that if you confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, one, belie one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Mm -hmm. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will be will mm -hmm. not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich mm -hmm. to all who call upon him mm -hmm. for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. saved. That's yeah. Romans chapter 10 verses nine through 13. Yeah. Um, I do. We did add a disclaimer that water baptism is the outward action of being saved as well, which is extremely necessary as a ch child of God. Mm -hmm. But that alone does not save you. Yeah. So if you go down in the water and you come back up and your heart has not changed and you have not really accepted Jesus, that action was basically unnecessary yeah. because just dipping yourself in water and coming back up will not save you. Yeah. And you can't do anything in general to save you, um, to save uh, yourself. You know, is that once you accept that, that, that free gift, then the process starts. Um, so yeah, that's you know, the next scripture is, um, the supporting scripture for that is John chapter three, verses one through six. It says there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, um, for no one can do these signs. Um, that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, he can, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter um, a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which, that which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So, um, and that's John 3, uh, 1 to 6. Uh, we spoke about the, the importance of, you know, Christ comes and it is to baptism. Um, what we just read, uh, Matthew... Matthew, um, we just read how he's going to baptize us with the, um, with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And when we accept the free gift of salvation, like he baptizes with the Holy Spirit, we receive the Holy Spirit. And, you know, it's, it, as it says, most assuredly I say unto you, unless one is born of water, which is, we spoke about the, the importance of that and of the spirit and they cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And, you know, it's just that add on to, you know, what we were saying. It's so important to have a mouth confession as we speak about it. just accepting the free gift, just throwing our, our hands up and, and, and submitting and surrendering um, and, and, and to have a heart, to have a heart repentance. We are baptized with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, anything you want to say about this before we move on? No, that's about it. Well, I will say, you know, 
Um, some of us may not have been baptized yet, you know, and I do encourage water baptism. But I do want to stress that the most important thing is to really know that your heart has really accepted Christ, yes. right? That you yeah. that you um, have accepted him as your Lord and Savior, that you choose to be a disciple and a follower of him. While I'm not saying you should not, I'm not saying you should not get water baptized. I think I know water baptism is important. It's right there for you in the scripture. But um, we do know a situation where um, there was a thief on the, the left side of Jesus while he was on the cross. And, you know, he accepted Jesus right then and there. And he was not water baptized. And Jesus said he was going to make a place for him in heaven. You know what I mean? So yeah. while both of them are extremely important, just know, like, the heart posture is so important to God. Like that is what's so important to God, you know, because a lot of these things that, you know, we do as Christians, like for example, um, the Jews, they believe in circumcision and like, they were like, they go super hard about that. And, and, you know, Paul was explaining, like, unless there's a circumcision of the heart, like, you know, basically that's like null and void. You know what I mean? That yeah. thing is, that thing can't save you. You know, like it really is about where your heart is. So ensure that your heart is in the right place, you know? Yeah. And it's, um, Matthew three, actually Matthew three eleven. Um, I read it just to, just to bring it back. Um, what we were just saying about being baptized by the Holy Spirit. I indeed baptize you with, this is John, I indeed baptize you with water upon repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He, Jesus, will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Mm -hmm. um, okay, Nay, you want to say something? So what, what do some people, so why do some people we are not saved yet, but by the scripture, uh, Matthew 24, 13, he that endures to the end will be saved. Mm, that's a good question. Yeah, I feel like that's that's a, because um, a lot of times as, you know, what if, and that goes to what uh, Bri and I was speaking about. A lot of times some people accept, you know, accept the call, you know, like what if I accept it today? and I accept salvation, and, you know, I surrender, but then, you know, another, like, like the Bible tells us to just be um, aware of other doctrines, right, what if just me, just not being aware, and not being wise, um, got snatched up by a false doctrine, right? and then I, I totally left, like, um, and we spoke about, you know, we, I, we can't really lose salvation, not here, but I was telling someone that, but you can reject it, right? So what if um, today, like I'm good, but like, what if months from now, like I totally just let it go um, and I like reject it, then I didn't finish. You can go back to the scripture. I didn't finish mm -hmm. to the end, mm -hmm. you know? Um, even though like we have all accepted it, like we have to continue to do it. Like it's not something where mm -hmm. we could just say like, you know, we do it one time and then that's it. And Brea is going to speak on that more, but we have to endure through it mm -hmm. and we shall be saved from it. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of people, I know a lot of people that, you know, when I got saved, when I got saved and now like they're not um, believers anymore, mm -hmm. like they didn't endure to the end, mm -hmm. but like only God know when he's going to come back. So those people might be reconciled back. Like they might, he, he might um, 
they might accept it back again. Like we 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 don't know. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people are falling are falling away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, when you're done, can I just say something concerning that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yes, I couldn't hear you at one time. Yeah. So, so to Nay's Nay's question now. So, what I believe um was salvation and and that scripture that Nay Nay got when we receive like um the the atoning like accept the atoning um sacrifice of Jesus, you know, and receive deliverance and redemption by Jesus, you know, coming and dying for us and everything, we are saved. And you know, we go on to being a disciple and everything but i think that scripture really um so if we read the the, the verses before it talks about what's gonna come in the end time mm-hmm. and there's a lot of things that the church gonna the, the body of christ gonna have to endure mm-hmm. um so sometimes when we see a verse we have to read the the, the, the chapter in in yeah. entirety yeah, and we yeah. have to go like the first the first the, the first the verse before it and the birth after it to really put it in context. So when Je- when Jesus said, but he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved, gonna be saved from destruction, gonna mm-hmm. be saved from what's gonna happen after we endure that persecution, whatever is happening. So mm-hmm. this save is mean is saved from perishing, saved from the destruction, what's gonna happen, saved mm-hmm. from eternal damnation. So we have mm-hmm. to stay on the same path, that saving path, you know, don't get off it because it get too hard so we can't you know people that can't bother with with this because it's it too hard and you know we have to compromise it in this kind of way that is so abominable unto yeah, god so yeah. this is what i really get from it it's like like kind of it's kind of different um scripture it's kind of different saving salvation and save endure be saved you're gonna be saved from yeah yes yeah, i agree 100 percent and, and the reason why that tie into Damage point is because Damage point was like, just like you and Mama Lorraine, like when things get really hard in this fit, walk, people, people fall off. Yes. They don't want to endure to the end. But if right. they endure to the end, they don't have to fear death. They don't have right. to fear the things that will come in the end because like literally they will be saved, you know? Hey, yes. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Praise God. So, um, how do we know if uh, we're saved, if we have been saved, right? And um, we're going to read 1 John 2, 3 to 14 Mm -hmm. um, in here, in this one. It says that the test of knowing him, and this is for, you know, everyone we're going to read along. Now by this, we, now by this, we know that we know him. If you keep his commandments. He who, who, he who says, I know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him. But mm. whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfect in him. But this we know that we are in him. By this we know that we are in him. He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. Also to walk as Christ walked. Uh, for, for he has set himself as an example for us. Brethren, I write no new commandment to you, but an old commandment, mm-hmm. which you have had from the beginning. Like, this is not nothing new that I'm, you know, that, that, that I'm giving you. This is not nothing new. Like, this is the same thing that you have had 
from the beginning. And I feel like that's just so important for him to say that. Um, an old commandment um, is the word which you have heard from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write to you, which, which thing is true in him and in you, because the word of God, which you heard from the beginning, again, a new commandment, the word, because... The darkness. Because the darkness is passing away, sorry. Mm -hmm. And the true light, the true light is already shining. Mm -hmm. He who says he is the he is in light and hates his brother is in darkness until now. He who loves his brother abides in the light. There is no, there is no cause for stumbling in him. And he who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness mm -hmm. and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blind his eyes. Mm. The, the, the spiritual state. I write to you, little children, because your sin are forgiven. You have because your sins are forgiven you for his namesake. We shall receive that. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. Mm. I write to you, little children, because you have known the father. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God abides in you. Does, does the word of God abide in us? Um, and and you have you have overcame the wicked one. Oh, wait, leave it up there, please. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of this, at the end of us reading this one and the next one, we're going to speak about, um, we're just going to ask the question, um, are, are you living the characteristics of a person who is saved? Yeah. So through these, through these scriptures, verses through, three through not, three through 14, um, a person who is saved keeps God's word and keeps his commandments. Yeah. A person who is saved walks like Christ. A person who is saved no longer holds on to hate to other people. A person who is saved believes that their sins have been forgiven through Christ Jesus. A person who is saved knows Jesus. A person who is saved overcame the enemy through Christ. A person who is saved abides in the word of God. So those are characteristics. This is just straight through the word. Those are characteristics yeah. of a person who is saved. Um, so, you know, um, we're going to go, we're going to read 14, 15 through 29 next. And then we're going to talk about those characteristics. And in the end, um, you know, I'll drop those, uh, those uh, different points in the group chat. Yeah. And, you know, this week we should meditate because every, every, a facet of discipleship is different levels in Christ, you know, and what we should do is meditate on that and, and ask ourselves, the Bible says that every man should examine themselves, yes, you know, yes, where yes. are we in our walk? Yes. You know what I mean? Are we, are we dis displaying characteristics daily, daily, right? So are we, are we displaying characteristics of a person who is saved or who has received salvation, right? So um, we can go to the next one. Yeah, Sister, Sister Rain, you want to go first before we move? Oh, yes. Okay. Go where? You oh, your hand, hand was up. Oh, oh it's, a, it's the old hand. Oh, all right. Okay, so right now we're like we said, 15 to 29. Do not love the world. Do not love the world or the things in the world. 
If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in them. Mm. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Mm -hmm. The world is passing away and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. Mm -hmm. Deceptions of the last hour. Mm, this is 18. Little children, it is, it is the last hour. As you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now, many Antichrists have came. My mother, uh, have come. My mother spoke about this earlier. By which we know that it is the last hour. Mm -hmm. They went out from us, but, but they were not of us. For if they have been of us, they would have continued with us. Mm -hmm. You know, and this goes to what we were speaking earlier, just about this people that accept this, you know, calling. Like, you know, many of us know people that have just fallen away. We're in the faith, I guess you could say, but they left. Mm -hmm. um, uh, they would have continued with us, but they went out that it might be made manifest that that none of them were up, were of us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One. Mm. You know these things. He's speaking to all of us. I have not written to you because you do not know the truth. I be, but because you know it, this is a confirmation um, that and, and that no lie is of the truth. Mm -hmm. Who is a liar? But he who denies that Jesus is the Christ. He is antichrist who denied the father and the son who denies the son does not have the father either he who acknowledged the son has the father also let truth abide in you this guy put that let let truth abide in you therefore let let that abide in you which you have heard from the beginning if what you have heard from the beginning abides in you you also will abide in the son and in the father and this is the promise that he has promised us, eternal life. These things I have written to you concerning those who try to deceive, deceive, deceive you. Mm -hmm. um, but the anointing which you have received from him abides in you. And you do not, and you do not need that any, anyone teach you. But as the same anointing teach, as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, is true and is not a lie. And just as it just as it has taught you, you will abide in Him, children of God. Now, little children, abide in Him, that when He hears, we may have confidence and not be ashamed and not be ashamed before him at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, is righteous, you know that everyone who practices righteousness is born of him. Mm -hmm. So that's just the connection. If you know, if you believe that Christ is righteous, that everyone who practices righteousness is born of him. Yes. You know, so you could even flip that, flip that even around. Um, by people, by knowing, and you, you know, you, you see people and, you know, you see their fruit, people practice, practice righteousness, mm -hmm. um, are born of him mm -hmm. because he is righteousness. Um, yes, amen. 
So do you have um a few things from 15 to the 29? Okay. So um the word you you know that you have the characteristics of a person who is saved if the word of God abides in you. Um that you do not love anything of the world, including lust and pride, yeah. that you do the will of God, um, that you do not leave the faith, that you have the anointing from Christ, um, that truth abides in you, that you abide in Christ, um, that you have confidence in his return, and that you practice righteousness. Um, so I'm going to start from the top and read all of them. And then, you, you, you know, this is you take mental note, but I'm also going to put it in a group chat so you could take a step back and say, am I displaying the characteristics of a person who is a true disciple yes. of Christ? Yeah. Um, you keep his word and his commandments. You walk with him. You no longer hold on to hate. You believe that your sins have been forgiven through Christ Jesus. You know Christ. You overcome the enemy through Christ. The word of God abides in you. Um, you do not love the world or things of the world, like i.e. lust and pride. Um, you do the will of God. You do not leave the faith. Mm -hmm. You have an anointing. You trust. You you um, Truth abides in you mm -hmm. and you abide in Christ. You have confidence in his return. And you practice righteousness. Wow. Those are all the characteristics according to First John chapter two, verses three through twenty-nine of a person who is um, in him, in him, a disciple of Christ. Yes. An important closing question. You know, food for thought. Do you want to be saved? You know, and if do you want to be saved? And if you are saved, are you living according to what the word considered? is a lifestyle or characteristics of a saved person? And are we examining ourselves daily? You know, Nate wrote it in the chat, just as to start, maybe just start there. That has been something that's been very important to me personally, like um, examine myself and not, uh, not um, can, can we be saved and not led by God? Um, I believe that if we are, if we are saved, also, that has to be a characteristic. Mm -hmm. Just to add it in there, like um, to know Christ and to keep his commandments, uh, to walk with him. That is him leading us. Mm -hmm. So we have to be led by him. Um, so, so yeah. So um, And also being saved is accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Yeah. Not just your Savior, but your Lord. Yeah. You... you your Lord leads you. Yeah, we're, 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 led, we're led also by the truth, you know, as we, while we abide in him. And um, in many ways, the word lead us, the truth will lead us also. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, I think, and I think as we examine ourselves, because that's mentioned before, as we examine ourselves, we will see if like, am I being led by Holy Spirit? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Like, am I allowing the anointing I just, I'm just connected with the scripture that you guys just, am I allowing the anointing to teach me? Yeah. To be like so it's just like examining yourself to say like, check myself. Am I being led by myself or by Holy Spirit? Right. All, all, all these things. So what about the Christians that have been saved or live in a different way or live a different way outside of godly principles? I believe that, and we spoke about at the beginning, just the, um, the definition of being a disciple, 
um, to be a student, uh, a learner, and a follower. And that is on a process, on the on the path as you follow Christ. And so mm -hmm. if you if you hold back and hold certain parts um, of yourself, like a lot of times we're supposed to go to him and just say, like, fix me in every area, you mm -hmm. know, like don't hold, say like, no, like, don't touch this guy. Like, don't touch me. Don't touch me in this place. Like, this is what I want you to deal with. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I feel like a lot of times people do that because I've done that before. I'm just speaking for me. Mm -hmm. um, but just to know, like, to, to surrender the full of yourself, to seek him with all, with, with, with everything, mm -hmm. like with all of you, that mean like no areas is, is deemed like untouched, untouchable mm -hmm. or, or, or no stone is, 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 is unturned. Like you just giving him full reign over your life. Mm -hmm. And so those, those believers, like, um, I can't, and I feel like no one can say if they're truly, um, um like of faith but i feel like like the, the scripture there's so many scriptures in that and that's all, that's in the word that kind of exposes lifestyles mm -hmm. and not just that but it shows us like you know our mother just posted about it like as we we read the scripture and we we, we like kind of like have to examine ourselves because then we read and we read about the the, the fruit and what the uh what the tree bears that we know like all right like what am i bearing mm -hmm. um and then like, what, what 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 am i like like doing um mm -hmm. and then we read other scripture and then it, it would just make us like just look to ourselves like god says this is what i'm supposed to be doing but i'm not doing that right but, um a lot of people don't accept that mm -hmm. when they read the word like a lot of people just you know um read to read but i believe if you're a follower then you're following him you know like you're actually following him you're learning his ways for you um you're understanding his ways for you which are important and um, and i could just say about my personal walk um i could just say about my personal walk um when i when i first got saved i was not living according to any godly principles at all all i knew is whatever god was ready to take away from me I was ready to receive it. And God didn't take everything away from me in one day. Every day or every month, it was like, all right, now I'm going to work on you on this thing. Now I'm going to work on you on this thing. Mm -hmm. And we talked about in the beginning, um, the Bible explained, um, I forgot the scripture, but it was like in the in the, in the beginning slides, like um, Jesus said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men, right? Exactly. So that means that if, if you follow Christ, you, but not by yourself through Holy Spirit, he will continue to transform you. He will continue to change you. He will continue to make his ways, your ways, you know, all the things that we have learned, we have done, we will, we will unlearn, you know, it's a growing process. And then in the beginning, we, you know, it was explained, um, the, the, the Greek definition in, in English of disciple means to be a student to be a learner and to be a follower. That means we are forever students, we are forever learners, and we are forever followers of Jesus Christ. Um, which means that as you continue to get to know Christ, you have to pick up godly principles. You have to, because you are a student and you are a learner. The more you get to know, know him, you learn his ways, 
You know his principles, you know his precepts, you know his law, you know his commands. You learn all of those things as a person who is, you know, on their journey with Christ. But when you accept Jesus at that moment, you don't immediately stop lusting for a woman if you are homosexual. It might happen at that moment, but I'm telling you, there are things that I'm still being delivered from and I am 100% saved, right? Um, it, it's, it's a process with God. And the thing I love about him is that he knows what we're gonna do. He knows what we're gonna choose to do. Um, and he knows what, what our end result is gonna be. He knows what he gotta bring to me this month and then he knows what he'll talk to me about in this month or he knows in my stubborn nature i may say mm, god i know that i probably shouldn't do this but i'm gonna just do this one time like he knows every single facet of yeah. our lives you know but i i believe that a person who is saved will um abide by god's principles his commands and his precepts and not just because they're studying it but now the holy spirit is written on the templates of our heart which now the law can abide in us so we will in innately as we've yeah. taken on the identity of christ now no longer like the things of the world we'll find ourselves hating the things of the world because we have now accepted christ um so that that's just what comes with you know salvation yeah and just to read what um we do on on the city. I mean, oh, Stephanie. Stephanie. For me, sometimes I don't see myself as a daughter examining myself the way the world does and being overcritical, condemning myself, and assuming God is doing the same. One mistake will have me thinking I am no longer a child. I have to remind myself God is looking at my heart and He knows how fiercely I want to be in His will yeah that's that's and, and even like, like like you said that's just to know that you know he's the same today the same tomorrow and yesterday mm -hmm. and um he's not easily moved you know we will be easily moved and just to know that when god looks at at us you know um he sees christ and as long as we still accept that gift that free gift as long as we still accept him mm -hmm. um that's what god is going to see and mm -hmm. and nothing is going to change that you know, because it's a gift. It's, it's not something that we could kind of um, get stronger than others or, I mean, get like, um, there's nothing we can do to like earn it, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so it, it's just so important for just us to realize that like, when God looks at us, you know, he sees Christ, he sees his son. Uh, and, you know, that's, that's, so important for us to just be reminded of that and remember that yeah um, and and we obviously don't believe in the one save always save culture because we have to this is why the bible even explains to examine yourself because mm -hmm. there is a possibility you can turn away from christ and not accept the gift anymore you get what I'm saying? There's a, there's a possibility of that, which is why we have to constantly stay in our word. We have to abide in him. We have to surround ourselves with other believers. We have to do all these things to, to stay in that, in that covering. Yeah. Um, but we don't have to like symphony, your point to like, sometimes you feel condemned. I used to feel like every day I needed to do the repentance prayer of, um, Lord, I accept you as my Jesus, Lord and Savior. Please don't let me go to hell. I want eternal life. We do not have to do that every day. Because that's that that's what happens when we look at it like a job, like 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 God is our boss, and it's like, all right, today you're coming in, 
Like you gotta keep your job today. You gotta keep your spot today. Like you, 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 your day and your um being kept, like your availability of being kept, is like how you perform today. And it's not, it's not like that with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we have to be delivered from. And just, just to know that that's something like maybe just with a lot of us, even something with, with me, like, it's not like, like, like I don't have to be on eggshells or just walk, like try my best to keep my spot. Cause there's nothing I could do to keep it. Cause he already knows, you know, I, like we are weak. Like he already knows. And he, mm-hmm. he 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 gives us all that we need for us to walk with him. Like mm-hmm. he gives us the Holy Spirit, as Pastor Shamar just said, walking out our salvation and the partnership with the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. It's, not, it's nothing you can do on your own. Yeah. So you going to God every day crying about it will never like change the fact that he knows your heart posture. You like you you, it, you know what helped me with that symphony? There's a Bible verse. I can't even remember where it's from, but it says to approach the throne of grace boldly before the Lord and knowing that he will he will forgive you. Um yeah, can you find it? But like when when I heard the word boldly, I'm like, that means no matter what you did, come crazy. Like yeah. Lord, I know I did something wrong, but I know you know that I love you. You know that I serve you. You know I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I'm bold before you. I know right now you've forgiven me. And you know what I used to do when I sin? I used to keep asking God that whole day, can you forgive me all day? I do mm-hmm. not do that. If I sit at one time and I came boldly before the throne of grace and I said, Lord, forgive me. He forgave me right there. You do not have to keep asking over and over all day. It, that's the enemy at that point. He's yeah. bringing guilt to you and he wants you to believe that you serve a God that's dangling your sin in front of your face and making you feel like you can't you, you you can't be saved because it is one thing you did you know yeah. and and just um it's hebrews 4 you know we want to say this because you want to say the um, scripture for those you know and listening because it's going to be available but hebrews 4 verse 16 it says let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace mm-hmm. that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need and it just yeah. to have, um, 16 um, it's just to add on to just even whatever, even our frustration. That's something that I've learned um, not to be like mad, but just to say like, Lord, I just support your heart. I just how you speak to a friend. Like, God, I really don't like this, what I'm going through now. Like, you know, just, you know, really just like bold, bold and not really hiding anything, like not really hiding anything from the Lord. Because I feel like the more we, the more we give to him, the more we speak to him and in depths of like a deeper conversation Mm -hmm. um the stronger the relationship gets because um i will say my relationship lacked till i started being in like more open Mm -hmm. and you could be very open like talking about the personal stuff stuff that you dealt with as a as a um as a child like all that stuff because i was doing those things but i just wouldn't go to god if i was just ever upset or just uncomfortable in uh, a situation or my situation. But then when going to him in that situation, or just just be bold, not being fearful, you know, um, it, it, it would just open up stuff and it would just benefit our relationship and our, um, our relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I want to share. But even um, are we examining ourselves? That's, that's a daily thing that needs to happen um just as a growth we spoke about student and being a student um 
and examine yourself is also uh, attached to even, you know, the studying, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the reading the word. Um, oh, I forgot. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. I'm still just um, to um, Symphony's um, comment. Um, so I, what I get from, um, symphony is what she what symphony said um holy spirit revealed to her that she's examining herself the way the world does and be being overcritical so that's, that's a prior point right there yeah. and once you feel condemned when you when when you're examining yourself it is not of god because Romans, I think Romans 8, 1, it says there, therefore, there is no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walks af- not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So you walk after the spirit, allow, allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you, to be your master, your Lord, and your savior. So you can, you, you, if you feel condemned, you know, this is not of, this is not of Christ. Yes. So, you, you're gonna and you, you have to acknowledge that I am the daughter of Christ. Like she, like Symphony even say, I sometimes I don't see myself as a daughter. It's yeah. like the Lord is telling you, oh, you, oh, you must come. You are my daughter. Yeah. I will condemn you. You know, as Pastor Shamari said, like um, approach God not as a as a slave, but as a son. Like mm-hmm. acknowledge that I'm your daughter, and you will never let me feel condemned. Sometimes I feel so condemned, and I know that. I have to say, Lord Jesus, you, you, I belong to you. You are my father. You don't want bad for me. Like things like those, I have to say, mm-hmm. uh, because the enemy wants us to doubt God and think God don't, 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 don't love us and God. I, I'm telling you, for half of 2021, the enemy made me feel as if God is trying to set me up to send me to hell. Isn't yeah. it crazy? Yes. But that's what happened. And then when the Lord, I, the, the Lord just revealed to me, like this is not of me like it's a trap and the way you feel god god's word convict you but it doesn't condemn you yes you know so we all be the, we all have been there but i see the i always see the lord speaking to your symphony just that's by true. what you say like i'm telling you the lord is doing such a great thing in your life yes. and that's why we want to cast doubt on you mm-hmm. praise I- god and Philip Mitchell, pastor that Demage always listened to, he literally was saying to his church, like, y'all want to pray for me? Don't pray for me any other day besides Sunday morning after church. Like, that's when y'all need to pray for me because that's the mo- moment where I feel most condemned. And I'll just be vulnerable with y'all. After the calls, I don't do it as much. Maybe I do, but I don't remember. But like, I always say to Demage, like, did I talk too much? Or the enemy will tell me things like, yes you talk so ghetto or like you always tell your business they're gonna throw it back in your face or you know like people don't come on because they hate you and just stuff like that like all of that stuff as soon as, I'm, I'm talking about the we press we say thank you love you and and then here come the enemy just like that like literally come just like that and I feel so bad sometimes make me want to cry like oh man like what's wrong with me like should I talk more professional? Do I need speech classes? Do I need this? Do I need that? And then I'm like, no, like this is who I am. It is what it is. Like I'm not changing myself. Like I'm not, I'm not, God is doing a thing in me just like how I am. I ain't nobody pastor. I'm just Bria just telling somebody what my story is and I want people to be saved. That's it. That's my story. And we all got to get to that place where it's like, 
I'm not accepting nothing from the enemy. If God loves me and he made me and stitched me together the way he did, then it's just like that. Like I'm I'm like I'm I'm through with the enemy condemning me. I'm through with it. I'm through with it. So I don't really do it as much anymore. Do I still do it, Demage? No. Not not as much, but I used to after the call, like Demage, like, do you think I said too much about my past? Do you think they're gonna think I'm that I do this? And like I, I just all these things and like mm-hmm. like that is not of God. That is of God. Me speaking more eloquently is not going to save me. Yeah. That's not going to save me. Like, in matter of fact, some people might stop coming on if I start talking like that anyway. So, like, it's not going to save me. What saves us is accepting Jesus Christ. And the moment you do that and determine that you will be a disciple, you cast out your net and you fish more people. This is the way I fish. And this is how God made me to fish. And that's that's just what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, that, and that's what all of us need to do. Just accept our identity in Christ. Don't let the enemy define who we are. The moment we get saved, we got our identity back. We lost it when um, Adam and Eve decided to eat from the fruit yeah. of knowledge and evil. We lost our identity because our true identity was immortal creatures. We were not supposed to die. Our true identity was to live forever. And once we accept Jesus, we got our identity back and we can't let him ever take it from us ever again. Go ahead, Symphony. Um, Going off of what you just said about just our identity, I realized like just as, as I've gotten further on my walk, there's a lot of things about me that back in the day, like the devil was trying so hard to make me feel like was an issue. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm very silly. And so it's just like, Sydney, you need to grow up. And it's like little mm-hmm. things like that. And I'm starting to realize that those exact things that I used to feel condemned for are the exact things God is using for me to connect with people. Mm-hmm. And just like what you just said about like, um, and it's just crazy that you specifically spoke on how you speak how you speak Brie is exactly why I was just like all right this is this is not this don't got to be textbook correct this doesn't have to be like super like you know stucky because that's what it was for me like and like what I like I said earlier judging myself like the kind of like how the world judges me I come from a, a very a family that's very like academic and very you know structured so I kind of came at God the same exact way so when I did something wrong it was like just tell me the formula so I can do it it was like math for me and he's like yeah no it don't work that way no so, no yeah. sorry for that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. go ahead Symphony sorry she no, boo, that was it. Like, it don't. Like, that. I was like, all right, God, give me A plus B. I, y- y- y'all already know I'm about to be done with school in next month. So to me, I need logics because I'm in law. Like, I need this. I need that. Like, I need it a certain way. And God, like, you messing with the wrong one. Like, you messing with the one. I created law. Like I, I did this. Like everything you studying, I created all of this. Like this is me. This is my this is my specialty. I created these things. Like you you gotta seek me for everything. You know, don't 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 look to your own knowledge and the way you used to do things. Like you're not even the same person. So you can't even look at it like, oh, you know, this this method used to get me this and this method used to get me that. This time 
you're doing it God's way. And when you do it God's way, it's completely different. He shapes you and molds you into who he is, is, is transforming you to be. And just even the uh, learning part earlier, you were just speaking about Adam and, you know, I just in the scripture. So I just wanted to share this. This is Romans 5, 12 to 21. I'm just going to read uh, 12, actually. Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, Adam, um, and death through sin, mm -hmm. in this way, death came to all people because all sinned. Um, to be sure, sin was in the world before the law was given, and sin is not charged against anyone's account mm -hmm. where there is no law, neither left, never, never less. Um, death reigned from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even over those who did not sin by breaking a command, as did Adam, who was the pattern of the one to come. Mm. Okay, so I just wanted to leave that. Praise um, God. Death, death through Adam and life through Christ. Yes. So. That's that's how you think about it every time. So you don't have to think about death. You don't have to think about what I shouldn't do and this and that. Like, God, if you've accepted the life of Christ as your Lord and Savior, I promise you, if you've done it with your whole heart and you really mean it, there's no way you could stay the same. Jesus got this thing about him that make you want to change. Like, it just, whatever you say, Lord, like, it, it, he got this thing about him. I can't explain. This is why he's God. And I'm not. So, like, it's just this thing about him. I love it. I love it. I love it. Sometimes you don't want to change, but it is what it is. It's like your way or the highway, and I'd rather your way. So, thank God. Praise God. So, just to add on, you know, um, examine. Let's say, let's examine ourselves daily, you know, mm -hmm. and we all want to be saved. So, we, we must continue to follow Christ. We must continue to be a student, continue to learn. Yes. Um, and um, that, that, that that's important. And if you are saved, are you living according to what the world or the word considered is a lifestyle or characteristics of a saved person? And you know, we're gonna send everything um, to the to the chat. And as everything we just read, and we want people to go if you have an uh, opportunity to read John, First John two. There's a whole First John two. Matter of fact, yeah. Um, and just take the time and just read it throughout sometime this week. We'll put in a we'll put in a reminder in the chat. Um, yeah, so that's it. We're Amen. here. Amen. Thank God. Um, thank God. Thank God. Uh remember this this um the this episode will be on the podcast. For people who you know maybe came late and want to catch the whole thing or or maybe you want to send it to somebody mm -hmm. so thank thank you thank you glory to god um yes so i just want to thank everybody right. this. i'll pray out and then